With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today is Tuesday, April 7th. I'm Bruce Turner in Melbourne, Florida. I'm Jeff Zayas in Napa, California. And I'm Robert Taylor in New Orleans, Louisiana. Hey everyone, I'm Duke Carrico on tonight's Tech and Coffee's Android Journal. Nexus products are being discounted. What does that mean? And I'll ask the panel what they think about Chrome OS long term. All this are at peaks and much, much more. Welcome, gang, to episode 96. 96? 96. Hard to believe, isn't it? I know. So. 96 because I thought it was 95. I named the spreadsheet 95. Uh, I believe last week was 95, but okay. uh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I will do the checking, but before I do, Bruce, last week you were telling us about your win book, that you got your bargain discount win book, and uh, not because you planned it, but right now as we speak, you are coming to us from that... Uh, that little uh, win book, uh, tell us about your experiences with it. You've been living with it for a week. Tell us about it. Well, I mean, you know, it's not a mega device, but it does have its uh, it does have its uses and a niche like I talked about last week. Yeah, right now, for, for whatever reason, my Dell XPS 13, using the uh, USB dongle to Cat5 into this uh, great Internet that I usually have here at the Marriott Inn um, or the Fairfield Inn Marriott, uh, it, it, it wasn't connecting. I called downstairs. They called the tech support and everything. I said, well, let me try the the Winbook. So I, I took the same dongle. It's it's amazing. You know, the Winbook's got this uh, full-size USB. So I, I plug in this dongle that's got it's got Cat5 and three USB ports. And uh, so in that USB ports, I have the ATR2100 microphone that I'm using right now and a Logitech C910 uh, webcam, which has given me, you know, much better a video than this two megapixel camera on the windbook so it's it's really saved me and that's one of the use cases i think i found for it is if something happened it could you know help me in a pinch so but normally what i've been doing with this is uh i've been reading uh kindle books on it uh the last couple of days when i've gone to lunch i've taken the tablet and opened it up on the table had conversations with some of our tech and coffee friends in the hangout while i've enjoyed my lunch and uh so it's 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 yeah, it's been working really, really good so far, but uh, it, it's definitely limited. Uh, you know, when you're 64 years of age and you got a seven-inch screen, you know, it gets you, you, you know, and you wear glasses and you wear progressive lenses on top of that. Every once in a while, you got to look over your lenses and kind of get close, you know. To, but you know, I you, you can be telling me yes, yes, yes. Hmm. That's what I thought hmm. you were doing. How many fingers am I holding up? Hmm. Yeah, I can't tell right now. Okay, very good. Hey, Jeff, you yes, uh, you recently uh, purchased the LG G3. What have been your experiences with it so far? 
You know, I absolutely love it. The battery life has been stellar. Um, I haven't put a lot on it because I just don't want to. I don't want to turn it into my, like I had my Razer Max kind of loaded up with all this stuff. So I'm trying to keep it very stealth. Um, the cameras, I, I think the camera's doing really, really well. Um, I do like, on the back of the phone, they have like hotkeys, you know, which I guess most phones do have. My Razer Max didn't have that. So you can launch different apps from the back. I do like the idea that the volume's on the back of the phone and the power button's on the back of the phone. It's kind of, it has a nice feel to it. Um, I dropped it already on a bike ride and it didn't do anything, so that was good, and I don't have a case for it. So I was really happy. I'm like, I hear it, and I'm looking down, and I'm going, damn. Mm-hmm. But, um yeah, it didn't break, uh, so no scratches, so I, it must have hit just right because it went to the pavement from my bike. Isn't there um, nothing a more, you know, heart-sinking feeling than to hear that skittering of plastic across the asphalt or concrete? No it, doubt, and, you know, it's less than a week old, you know, and I didn't get a case for it. <laughs> Sing the blues. But yeah, I like it. I like. I highly recommend it, especially because I had. I got it. It was a, a free phone for the upgrade, so couldn't go wrong with the price. And uh, so far, the battery life has been stellar. I do like their little health app that's on it. Uh, I didn't get anything for a quick charge. It does the. It does that uh, wireless charging. Qi um, charging. Mm-hmm. So I, but I did not get that. I do like the idea of like, you know. The, the the stuff is very big. I can read it without glasses. So if I went to the phone Let's and see, dial, correct, or correct me if I'm wrong. Context, isn't that a five point five inch screen? Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. And it's bright. It's very bright. And like, you know, they had this little health app, and you know, so far I've gone one point two mile, uh, two point two miles in these apps, and you know, the sensor knows how many steps I've taken and things like that. So I, you know, I. I you know, it's kind of like a full-service phone that I didn't have with the Razer Max because it was so old. You know, it kind of didn't have those additional sensors. But the screen's bright. It's just, For me, it's snappy. I like the pictures that it takes. So, so far, so good. So, like uh, Jeff, there's how many steps I've taken today. Yeah. We're, we're right about the same there. I noticed on your step count. Yeah, 2.83 miles on mine. Yeah, very good. Uh, so, uh, you know, the uh, what we think is going to be called the G4 is coming out uh, yeah. towards the end of this month. Uh, you think you're going to have buyer's remorse when it does? I always have buyer's remorse, but um, uh, probably not. G4 was coming or not. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, it's it's taking a week to peel the plastic off the front. <laughs> Come on, Duke. <laughs> no, I, you know, I'm not going to because it was such a great deal. You know, I mean, that is, you know, that's predicated on it. If you feel good about the deal and you like, you know, like like Bruce's tablet, it got a great deal on it. You know, um, if it doesn't work up, you know, a, a thousand percent, you have to be forgiving because of the what you paid for it. And if it does like 80 percent of what you want. At a cost that's very, very reasonable, you can't go wrong. So um, for me, it was an upgraded phone, an upgrade from my Razer Max. Um, the battery life is stellar. It's not that big in my pocket. Um, 
I like the ergonomics of it. It's again, the picture's good. The apps run quickly, so uh, I like it. Very good, very good. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's talk about some other deals. First of all, uh, Best Buy's got the Nexus Nine suddenly discounted the sixteen gigabyte version. It's a seventy five discount now, sitting at three hundred and twenty five dollars. Okay, so uh, and and while we're talking about deals, also Amazon has the blue thirty two gigabyte Nexus Six for five hundred and eighty four. This is sixty six dollars off the original list price. Okay, uh, now I, I need to uh, I need to clarify. This is on Amazon, but it's a third-party seller. They only had nine of them, and they're probably gone, okay? This was not an Amazon-exclusive deal here, all right? <clears throat> but my question to you guys, these deal alerts are coming early. Do you think that it's because these things were not moving at their original prices? Robert, weigh in here, man. I, I got to tell you, I, I, I think that the Nexus 9 tablet certainly was met with lackluster reviews um, at, at best. Um, the fact that the price drop is coming into play now is really no surprise. And I wouldn't doubt it's because they've got a number of units that are kind of stacked up that should have been in the hands of users. But most folks looked at the change from the Nexus 7 2013 to the Nexus 9 and said you, you gave us a little bit more screen space, but the specs are not that stellar. There's nothing to justify, you know, a, a, a nearly 100% price increase. I mean, you went from a 200 to $250 tablet to a $400 price point on a tablet, and at a time where tablet usage is plummeting. People are going to Chromebooks and larger base phones. Look what Jeff just did. And the fact that Bruce picked up a tablet is a fluke. He will still tell you, I guarantee, that he's going to be a one-device man as a general rule. And that's going to be his phone. And for his computer, he's going to have his Chromebook. That's that. He's not going to carry around the tablet. So you're going to have to drop the price of these units to make the move. The inventory sitting on the shelf at this point, at this stage in the game, is a very bad sign. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, well, I've been looking awfully hard at that NVIDIA 8-inch tablet and uh, $300 for the 16-gig version. And, uh, you know, when I look at the specs on this device... Uh, the only thing that this really has on it is it's got a better, uh, it's, well, I'm going to say more of a standard and a slightly better display than the NVIDIA does. But, uh, uh, you know, we've always said all along that, that it was overpriced, everybody on this panel, and uh, the reviews, just like you said, Robert, I mean, the reviews were terrible. Hey, Android Police said that if you're going to buy a tablet, buy an iPad. I mean, man, that's Android Police, you know? You know what I like? I, I like looking at the comments on this article. You know, there's like a 
there's like nobody cares, you know, it has to come down to like 200 bucks to make it even, uh, you know, a decent deal. And, uh, you know, when you start getting comments like that, you know you're in trouble. Yeah, it, it speaks volumes. And, and you're going to have stacked up inventory. And they can't, there's no way that they can possibly just let these devices collect dust someplace. It's not like, you know, uh, something that, a piece of furniture that it doesn't matter if it sits around for an extra two or three months. With technology, two or three months is a lifetime. So, you know, sitting on the shelf someplace is just bad, 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 bad news. And obviously, I think price is a big part of it. And the other part is, is that there wasn't that much of an improvement over the previous version. And you've got declining usage. I mean, put all that together, you're talking about overstock city. Okay. Hey, what about the uh, what about the Nexus Six being discounted by there by that third party seller? I mean, can we say the same thing that the Nexus Six just uh, you know it isn't selling? It, it's hey, listen, these Nexus devices. They're in they're a niche market. We know that they're not going to sell like Amazon devices or, you, you know, Samsung devices. But uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm I'm still a little bit surprised that we're seeing discounts like this this early. I mean, these things haven't been in the market that long. Yeah, but you, you got to look at this is a third party seller and it's a limited amount. Okay. This is not a big box, you know, coming out saying, you know, here, we're, we're, we're going to take off 25%. And, and actually, it's only $66 off. You're only talking about a 10% drop in price, okay? So some some third party might have decided, let's get rid of this inventory. Let's just move it out at cost and get it gone. You know, at best, the 10% was their profit margin on the units. But, you know, had this been Best Buy... Or had this been, you know, some other major retailer, you know, dropping these phones down 10, 20 percent, then it, I'm, I might be a little bit more surprised uh, or, or a little bit more concerned for the Nexus 6 line. But I would also say that the fact that they've not done well with the 5.1 or the lollipop rollout, I think has hurt their name. And you have manufacturers like Samsung, HTC, LG coming out with less bloatware on their phones. They're starting to pull back that bloatware to make it more of a pure Nexus device. Um, that, that adds into it, too. I don't have to buy a Nexus if I can get my phone unlocked if I purchase it straight out. So, you know... Having a Nexus device is not that big a deal anymore. If you're interested in getting a pure Android device, you get your device unlocked by your carrier, which is now required if you own the phone straight out and you're not under contract. There you go. And Bruce like you said, just to dovetail off that, you know, Lollipop has not been this most stellar, stable release. So why do you want to be on the Bleeding yeah, I think edge. the price of the Nexus 6 hurt it. I think uh, the size. I think not everybody's really, you know, into that uh, that size of a phone right now. Um, I think both of those things had an impact on the 
on its success as well. And, you know, there may have been some people holding out for other phones that were they knew were going to be coming out soon, the Samsung Galaxy 6, for instance. Very good. Very good. I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, if I can line this up here really quick. A uh, Black Caesar X is a Chromebook, a serious alternative to a desktop or laptop computer. So, uh, we let's let's discuss this. Uh, I I put up a poll, guys, and I ask in the tech and coffee community, long term, what are we going to see? Uh, can Chrome OS become a dominant operating system? Yes, no, why? And here's how I pose the questions. I had two yes questions, three no questions. The first two yes questions. Yes, in time, several years, 19% believed that in several years, Chrome OS can be a dominant OS The next yes question was yes, when Android apps run within it. 33% believe that. Now, this uh, this next one was the highest scored. It will always be a niche product, 36%. 9% said it will never be dominant, and 3% said Microsoft will eventually win. Now, if you take the two yes questions and you add them together, 52% believe that Chrome OS can be a dominant operating system. 48% don't believe it'll happen. All right. Now, uh, you know, listen, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this poll and have this panel discuss this is... uh, Robert, I think you're a Chrome OS fan. You're just not as big of a Chrome OS fan as Bruce, Jeff, and myself. Uh, Weigh in here, man. What do you think? I mean, I'm talking over the next four or five years, what will Chrome OS look like? Well, there's there's an important distinction that's coming up. We're moving away from locally owned apps. And local OSs in terms of what um, OS X and Microsoft currently offer. We have to recognize that within three to five years, our computing experience will be done solely online and through a browser. And at that point, Chrome and Google will have a significant advantage because they would have developed that environment solely based on web cloud computing with Chrome OS. Microsoft is starting to take inroads into that, especially coming with Windows 10, but they're still three years behind Google. And so applications, once we get past the point, and we are very nearly there now, You don't buy an application and load a floppy disk anymore. You don't load a CD-ROM or a DVD-ROM. We actually skipped even past applications being delivered on flash drives, which is kind of what I had expected to happen, is that we would stop with CDs and DVDs and we would start receiving applications on flash drives. 
We're past that point now that we're not even going to install the app. We're going to pay for our use of that app, and that application will be done through the Internet in a cloud computing environment. And Google is way far ahead of anybody else in this field. And that is what is going to be our, our computing platform of the future. And so Chrome OS very much will be a lead contender in that simply because they were the first to do it. Chrome OS now is very capable. I am surprised that we don't have Android apps yet. I would have thought we, we would have by now. But I know that they're coming. And once we introduce apps that are cross-platform <coughs> and capable, the answer to Black Caesar's question is, is it a capable replacement for a laptop computer? Yes, with certain limitations based on use case scenario. So long story short, I do believe that Chrome OS is a contender, and I do believe that the Chromebook can be a laptop or desktop replacement, but it depends on what you're doing specifically with it. If you work in an environment where your apps are moved already to a cloud-based circumstance, you will do just fine. But if you still need to use apps that you physically have to install, it's not going to be an experience you're going to like at all. Okay. Bruce, weigh in, man. Yeah, I mean, I... Uh... I, I like the Chromebook. Um, you know, I've got this Dell XPS 13, and some of you have asked me the question, you know, is he going to leave his Chromebook behind? You know, there are still some things that the Chromebook really does so much better. Uh, for instance, you know, I, I travel down here to our home office in Florida where I'm at right now for uh, five or six months just using the Chromebook and then using Chrome Remote Desktop to remote into my business machine running back home. And I would take the HDMI right out of the Chromebook, plug it into uh, a real nice 22-inch Dell monitor, and it just it works good. When I wanted to take my uh, Chromebook to a meeting, I just unplugged it, went to the meeting, and when I went back, I plugged it back in. It just knew exactly where what 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 I wanted on that external monitor. You know, with this Dell XPS 13, every time I unplug it from the dock and bring it back in, I've got to put everything back up there. I've got to resize everything and get it just right. And so, you know, I think the Chromebook is so simple. If people realized how easy it is to restore with the power wash, how safe and secure it is, unless you're doing major video editing and major audio editing, it's just a breeze. It's simple. And I was thinking the other day, you know, if I'm retired and I'm traveling around full-time in a motorhome, just give me my Chromebook and my smartphone. I've got everything I need. There you go. And I agree with Robert. 110%. It's where we're going, and they've got the head start. Jeff, your thoughts, man. Can Chrome become a dominant operating system? Can it unseat Windows? Can it unseat Windows? Probably not at this point. Uh, Ten years down the road, you know, maybe I agree with both Robert and Bruce. More a little bit more with on the the Bruce side uh, because you know there are. Certain, uh, you know, currently processes that you have to do on a desktop with mega, especially if you're into video processing or some, uh, you know, uh, video editing 
or even some audio file stuff that you have to kind of have niche um, drivers that are for um, you know soundboards or, or things like that if you're a musician or something. So you know there's a there is some stuff that is kind of you know it's going to be either in the Mac world or in the uh, Microsoft world, but for you know other sectors like education. Um, you know, in the school districts and things like that, Chromebooks are co- reducing their cost tremendously because, again, there is no real control of it. You don't have to worry about viruses. You don't have to worry about setting up servers. You know, it's all that stuff is taken care of for you. So it's, you know, it's a way cheaper alternative to get uh, some, uh, you know, tools into, you know, students' hands. So, and I would not, if I had, you know, to buy my mom something again, a Chromebook would be the answer because, you know, if she need ever, there's no, there's no problems with it, right? It, and like Bruce says, you know, you're just like a couple clicks away from starting off fresh because if I look at it, when I remote into my mom's computer, I see all this crap at the bottom and I just want to puke because, you know, uh, it's kind of all this stuff that she's loaded on or just happened to load on, you know, it's just crazy in that toolbar what's what's has taken place, right? So, um, I, you know, I think that there is a, a strong, especially now with the Intel processors being in the Chromebooks, right? Yeah, giving them more power more uh, video processing, more RAM, um, you know, longer battery life. And now, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's even, it's even uh, getting juicier with touch pads and, you know, touch screens and things like that. So I think Chrome is, is well on its way, and, it's, and, and obviously it is because it's been a big hit, right? It's been a big hit, though. It's the number one selling, uh, you know, laptop on Amazon for a while, and I don't see that going away. Okay, so so, but let me catch you with a question real quick. You mentioned the video editing and the photo processing, and I agree with you, and that that's mm-hmm. where I put my caveats in. But if there were apps that brought function those functionalities, there's, there's nothing specific about those particular technologies that says that it has to be done locally on your machine. If that functionality existed in a browser-based application, you could still do that. You yeah, could still do perhaps that. if you had to send a file up for conversion, and you know, or something like that. But when you're doing encoding, you know, heavy-duty encoding on a video, uh, it uses up a lot of CPU. Yeah, yeah, and there's and there's a lot to be said when it comes to video editing to be able to do it locally on the machine. I do think that's Robert's caveat. Yeah. And I would say that's true, but let me ask you a question. If you had a service that offered video editing in the cloud, who do you think is going to have the more powerful processing machine, you or Adobe? Well, okay. the Adobe does have that now, but again, you could, you're could you at the mercy of being in a queue, perhaps, right? I, I, I agree. I agree, but I'm my, my statement is, is that we are moving to a cloud-based computing yeah, world, sure. and your apps will not be apps that you're going to install on your machine. Yeah, but you know, if I say if you're if you're a corporation like Sony, right? You know, or uh, uh, or a big movie house like Spielberg, uh, you know, Industrial Light and Magic, right? 
Are you going to let your private property be held in the cloud? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. But you know what you are going to have at that point? You're going to have the same servers that Adobe has. So it's not going to be the desktop that's going, and I can guarantee, I tell you right now, that it doesn't occur. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.